702 presents the Locked and Down podcast with Cindy Paluta in association with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group because help is at hand. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening from me, Cindy Paluta, to everyone listening to this Lockdown Down podcast right now. Now, for a lot of us, being stuck at home in this lockdown has uh, been somewhat of a fitness story and a fitness journey, and a lot of people increasing their fitness at home. But for the majority of people, let's be honest, we've decided to stay in our pajamas all day and watch a lot of TV and catch up on Netflix and chill. So today I decided on the podcast, let's get somebody who's going to uplift us and move us and get us and get us a whole wellness perspective and for today's podcast i'm joined by rudy carl who is the ceo of be moved fitness and well-being rudy thank you so much for joining me today Good morning, Sins. How are you doing, darling, and everybody else? Hi there, and I uh, hope everyone's well and smiling. Oh, that's fabulous. So nice to hear somebody with such a nice, optimistic voice. Now, your primary role <laughs> is ensuring overall wellness through improvement in day-to-day routines and movements, etc., but the whole holistic approach. And right Very now, much. this COVID-19 could actually be scaring a lot of people, but in fact, we could be using this opportunity at the moment to better our lifestyles. This is really the most amazing opportunity that I think, you know, not to sound too dramatic, but that that humankind has got to really optimize scenarios and and to really prepare themselves and to re-identify and observe so many things and choices that might not have been as ideal as we could have made them be. And this is the time for us to sort of reflect on that and to take charge. Because for a lot of people, it's very easy to get swept up in the fear factor of COVID-19, which is something which is completely out of our control and we completely feel helpless. But there is a way that you think we could actually take a little bit of control back. Totally. It is an element of psychotherapy where we just identified, yes, fear factor. What does that do? The, the, The feeling of being powerless, the overloading of media, the unfortunate, whether it be fake news, built up fear around this entire thing is is far greater than what I personally feel the individual needs to stress and worry about. And if we can just start breathing a little bit better, calming ourselves down, getting a little bit of a, a logical perspective of things, identifying that this is something that I'm capable of taking control, getting back into my own power, identifying the opportunities, the optimism, these things that are right in front of us, but we just don't seem to be able to open our eyes and see them as clearly as I pray and hope people can. And you say that basically this can all just start with the way in which we breathe, the way in which we eat, and just a daily routine. People are enjoying the fact of lying a little bit later, you know, not necessarily jumping out and putting on clothes, but this is something where a little bit of self-pride, self-respect comes into the play, especially in this time that we've been given various dates are being shifted. But what we have and what we know is that tomorrow, let's get a good fresh start to the day. Get out of bed, set your alarm clock as a normal day. Potentially, I'm a bit of the side of looking at circadian rhythms, try rise or get up with the sun, get some fresh air into the into the lungs, open the windows, open the doors, no matter if you're living in an apartment or in a house, get up, change, make your bed. We learned that lesson from Nelson Mandela, who is a, is a mentor spiritually and mentally, get up, you make your bed, you have that self-respect, you get going, you go brush your teeth. I have my first step in the morning that I share. Get your lemon water and salt in, hydrate yourself, get your day going. 
Prepare mini goals that are easily achievable because every time you achieve that little mini goal, you're going to gain some power. You're going to pick up the pearl of effort that you put into doing and getting your day moving forward. And then we move into other identifications of what is the work process that's needed? What do you need to tick? Not just sort of getting yourself into a little bit of a downward spiral. It is part of my hope and, and passion to, to reverse that downward spiral to an upward spiral and to build optimal steps to go forward, no matter if it be COVID-19 or just normal lifestyle. It's the psyche and the physical elements that people need to take control over and that will give them confidence to not be subjected to the fear-induced environment that, that I think so many people are struggling with. You make a very valid point in that we should almost just break it down into smaller pieces. But a lot of people I found, um, and I'm you know from following people on social media, a lot of people with all this extra time suddenly taken up a lot of cooking. And now eating is actually quite essential because <laughs> what you put into your body can really affect the stresses. There we go. You're hitting some beautiful points. And thank you so much for leading me in, Judge. You know, whether it be dopamine and serotonin levels, and I don't want to get too technical, but even the overeating and the selection of food of what we're eating, the freshness of the food, it's so great to see that people have gone into the cooking side. But then again, it's a bit of a double-edged blade, excuse the pun, of where, you know, overeating versus eating to what your body needs and to the amount of exercise that you're actually doing. So the sedentary lifestyle that we all been subjected to is therefore not needing the amount of energy systems to be loading up the same volume of food. So we need to watch our food. And then out of boredom, we do a lot of snacking. So going back to, again, that daily routine, creating structure, sitting and having a decent breakfast and knowing, well, you know, you've done your part, you've had your breakfast within the structure, have an ease and a flow of directional purpose where then it's not sort of dwindling and dawdling back to the kitchen and thinking, you know, I could do with another snack or procrastinating. So the food choices, again, are very much there. I propose a variety of different types of eating plans. But it is keeping it fresh, keeping it light, keeping it healthy, as much as raw elements and whole foods that we can get into our systems. And then again, bringing in exercise to offset that energy and that intake of calories, etc. Now, we're quite restricted. I mean, we're not allowed to go outside. Abroad in Europe, you're allowed to go outside for an hour a day to walk your dog or to, as long as you're not doing it in groups. Whereas in South Africa, we're literally not allowed to walk in the road. Yeah. What can people yeah. actually be doing in a very confined space to burn off energy? On my Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> I've got these videos that exactly where I'm doing a variety of exercises. I've sort of coined it as on the trot training because on the trot movements that if you are going to your laptop while you're walking to the kitchen or if it is lunchtime or if you're walking to the toilet, you're actually passing a station and that station will then have some kind of an exercise routine. I started off with the shoulders leading into different elements of isolating movements that then incorporate a holistic well-being of the body because we work on body structure and posture. The biggest danger with sedentary lifestyle, and it's something that, again, we've touched on, is it's not just about COVID-19 or lockdown. These are situations that I work with corporate 500 companies on their ergonomics. We don't want to be sitting longer than 30 minutes. This might cause a bit of havoc in the schooling system, and I'm <laughs> opening myself for, uh, for heavy debates, but you want the body to move because this is where muscle memory comes in. So not to digress on too many different topics, but if you're sitting in a seated position for longer than 30 minutes, your body memorizes that type of a position. 
Our bodies are intelligent more so than any computer, but it doesn't have the intelligence of choosing what is good and what is bad. So if we dictate to the body, sit in this chair for 30 minutes, it remembers that position in the chair. It therefore then puts a memory point to that position, whereby if we are able to get up, move around, it sort of interferes with that memory point. It means we go back to standing upright, using our back muscles, using our glutes, our hamstrings, what we call our posterior chain, which we see as so vitally important. It's just to get the shoulders back, stand up properly, walk around, do some exercises, get some fresh air, then go back into the seat for 30 minutes, and you should be avoiding that muscle memory of a negative position building up against the amount of good movements that we do in a day. So we don't want to go throughout today having too much negative positions beating a positive position. I hope that's digestible or some way explained <laughs> as we're only doing it over audio and I like to use my hands. <laughs> no, of course, totally fine. But also for people that live alone or maybe it's just the yeah. two of you in an apartment or whatever, it can get depressing and you can get cabin fever. <laughs> and I think a key element to you know coming back and just de-stressing your brain it all comes back to breathing right it all comes back totally. to to, to oxygen and nature totally Donnie. and the technique of breathing as well as we said we've been blessed more so now than ever having literally the world on our fingertips because every other business is going online with this information you can look it up low lung breathing where you put your hand on your stomach and as you inhale you try to push out the lower element of your lungs first to fill them up correctly that type of breathing is just so so fundamental as we said that is the number one identified life force is our breath and if we get to breathe correctly we're able to then get everything to calm down the body calms down the brain calms down we don't have this cascading effects of stress and panic overlapping each other amplifying concerns whereby just breathing getting ourselves into the now there's another beautiful exercise i'd like to share which is tapping into our five senses so with our breathing as you start breathing gently and start breathing more deeply and deeper down you visualize breathing down into the lower element of your lungs you then just sort of ask little questions in your mind of what are my five senses identifying with such as what do i see what do i hear what do i smell what do I taste and what do I feel, whether it be on my skin or in my hands. And by tapping into those five senses, by tapping into this power of the now, it brings your senses is the gift that we've been given to bring us right back into that zone. You're right now in the center, breathing deeply, and you'll just feel literally stress and anxiety dissipate and disappear from your body, which for me is the number one element of, of dealing with whether it be COVID, whether it be anxiety, whether it just be environmental stresses. And I think a, a key point that you also did touch on is anxiety is often caused by what is out of our control. And what we can yes. control um, in terms of COVID is the breathing, which will help our lungs, yeah. and as well as the eating, which will boost our immune system. Totally. It's the immune system that is beating us. Outright, whenever you speak to anybody, the only thing that we've actually got is our immune system. And it's not so much about how we can boost our immune system, because once we're at 100%, we're at 100%. My humble opinion is how we can eradicate or prevent the elements that are diminishing. And this is what exactly what we discussed is what you put in your mouth. Those food elements where these sugars and carbohydrates are sneaking into our daily diets, our behaviors, our rituals, constantly depleting our immune system, such as if you're eating any chocolate or anything with 15 grams of sugar, that's going to deplete your white blood cells in your immune system for five hours. To let that penny drop, you then basically are defenseless for five hours. Wow. And this is where by what we choose to eat, 
is directly influencing the strength and power of our immune system. So our immune system is that we're optimizing our immune system and maintaining it with good food, good healthy choices, hydration up, all the correct minerals and nutrients and the various supplements that we are needed to to keep our bodies, our vehicles going at its most optimal state. We then basically got the control to beat whatever is out there. And that's exactly where it's going back to the body and brain connection of how we can control and have confidence to beat whatever comes in our way, both mentally, physically, and psychologically, by the choices of our food, by breathing, by immune system uptake, by movement, by giving our body what it needs every day. Before we, we sign out, one of the, um, I think one of the greatest life forces and a lot of, and a word that really has been a go-to word I've noticed in the last 10 to 15 years is gratitude. And it's, although it's very hard to find the upside to being in lockdown, there's actually a lot to be grateful for. So, so much. And it's so special because it's eradicated the daily stresses that we just have found ourselves, that sort of hamster wheel, that rat race, where we're just going through the motions. This is really a beautiful time. As we see people cooking, the creativity that is coming out of humankind is just beautiful. Oh, you know, whether it be on different social medias, there's so much opportunity right here, right now. And the abundance is phenomenal but it's it's to change that perspective and i really want to get people to feel a little bit more upbeat about it because you know we've spoken about it many people have said you know if you haven't done a language this is your chance if you haven't played that instrument if you haven't done artwork whatever it might be read that book you know even if it's just sitting quietly these are all factors that are individually important or or unique to the individual but this is the opportunity to do it we've we've had society push pause and this is a perfect time to reset that society reset our entire perspective of life family what we can do for each other what we can do for community how we can go through our daily regimes in a more optimal status that every movement every decision is benefiting ourselves our families our communities you know to a degree humankind there is so much opportunity right here right now that i i I just can't harp on about it loudly enough on the opportunities that we are given by this COVID-19 to get healthy, to get strong, to just basically get a bunch of horses behind the racing gate, prepped, ready, you know, saddled up in the most perfect possible prime condition. So when those gates open for the world to go back to what won't be the same world as before, but what the world will be for the future, we are able to create that with what we want to do with our intentions and what we've learned over this time. And hopefully we never forget what we've come through um, together because it's a worldwide problem. It's not a, it's what I keep stressing. It's not a South Africa problem. It's a worldwide problem. And hopefully we've all learned amazing lessons from this. Rudy, thank you so much for your time but before i let you go i need you i need you to just remind everybody where they can find you on facebook and instagram for all these awesome workout videos that we're going to discover thanks (laughs) so obviously just rudy kyle r-u-d-i-k-e-i-l will be the spelling on uh, facebook and then it's rudy kyle underscore b moved that's just the letter b m-o-v-e-d moved uh, for instagram and then it's www.bemovedfitness.com is my, my web page. And uh, as I said, it's just a, a privilege to to love what I do and to share it with people. And as you said, in this environment where it's been the, the ultimate leveler of every human being, there's there's no 
color, race, or culture that separated us. And it's just a unifying experience that everybody is in the same boat together. Just looking at the positivity side of it, because it's very, it's been very easy for us in the last, you know, the last couple of weeks to just be on the downside of lockdown and to be overwhelmed by COVID. So to speak to people who are not necessarily always down or who are just trying to look at the positive side of it can be somewhat refreshing. <laughs> Thank you. No, we've known each other since school days. So as I said, uh, anytime you want to chat to any of your listeners, by all means, please reach out because this is something that I live and breathe every day. And as I said, I've just been blessed that it's uh, picked up my life. Well, thank you to everybody listening to this podcast. And as you heard Rudy say, they just reach out, reach out to your neighbors, reach out to your friends. If you are feeling alone, you can contact the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. They are running a 24-hour helpline on 0800-456-789. And once again, thank you so much for listening to Locked and Down. We'd love to hear from you. Get hold of us on um, any of our social media uh, platforms on 702, or you can contact me, Cindy Paluta. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. It's C-I-N-D-Y. P-O-L-U-T-A. And just once again, thank you for listening. Have a very beautiful day. Stay safe and be compassionate. Help is at hand during this lockdown. Call SADAC between 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on 0800-567-789 or visit sadag.org before it's too late. For more episodes of the Locked and Down podcast, visit lifepodcasts.fm.